The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And good morning. Last year, um, uh, a recently retired uh, United States Navy SEAL Admiral by the name of William McRaven, um, who is has been for a long time one of my heroes and really ought to be a hero to y'all, even if you don't know anything about him. Um, he was asked to give a commencement ex, uh, um, uh, invocation at a major United States university, a very prestigious one. And um, his, uh, his speech rocked the academic world in, in many ways and it was very revolutionary. Uh, his title was, first, make your bed. Think about that for a minute. In the morning, first, make your bed. First principle, first lessons are often the most important things of the day. And so it is that many scholars um, uh, wiser and more erudite than I have, have written, and can that be, um, many of them have written that the important things in life we really learned in kindergarten. And in a lot of ways, if you think about it, like making your bed, the important things you learn, the things that are formative, the things that that uh, set your course, that orient you throughout life, those things you learned in kindergarten or sometime there around. You learned it hopefully from godly people. I, as I was preparing uh, for this morning, as I read and reread the gospel, uh, when I, I would close my eyes and think of it, I, I could hear the drill of Sunday school, the memorization drill, and I could hear the voice of, of my mother uh, centuries ago. And what she was doing in that moment was she was not just drilling me academically. She was not just getting me to perform like a little puppy back then. She was planting a seed in the drill. The drill was to penetrate my heart with a seed that would be transformative and directive through the rest of my life. In my heart, I can still hear her voice. And that is how, in many ways, I hear that gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Since those days, since those moments, I have studied and I've talked a lot about God. Though in and of itself, my talking about him hasn't gotten me any closer to him. My study of him hasn't gotten me any closer to him. 
talking about a person, studying the person's profile on Facebook or Wikipedia or Google or whatever, studying about a person doesn't get you to know him personally. It does. What does is encountering a person, seeing the person face to face, talking together, listening, working, breaking bread. That's how we get to know those who are in our life. And if we drift apart in our relations here in this world, if we fail to cultivate them, so we can drift apart when we fail to cultivate our personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. When we have talked about him, when we have tried to say the right things about him, which is all good. I, I am not mocking that. It is all well and good that we should be orthodox in our ways of thinking and not heterodox and certainly not heretical in our ways of thinking about him. Too often I have contented myself to say the right things about him theologically and not always sought, and that's a good word, sought, to seek. I have not always sought to know him personally. We dare not just talk about God and miss knowing God. Yet from my early childhood, from my conception, and from each one of yours, God has known you personally. He has not just known your profile. He didn't just have a file on you with all your attributes, your height, weights, and likes and dislikes, and um, uh, you know who your favorite singer was and all of that kind of stuff. He doesn't just know about you. He knows you. He knows us by our name. He knows each of us by our name and by our need, according to one prayer. Have any of you come here today? You may know what your name is and your need deep down in there. Well, God knows your name and your need. Last night we heard Joachim and Anna. Joachim had a, had a shame that was done to him. Uh, Anna had a shame that was done to her because of uh, some cultural thing that put them down because they were barren. And they went, they went to the temple with a need, with a need for a child. But yet even more than a need for a child, they needed to encounter the Lord. And they, they met the Lord. They spoke to the Lord. And what came out of their prayer? What came out of their personal encounter with the Lord in that prayer? Salvation of the world. You know, you come looking for comfort, and what do you get? You get the Theotokos. You come looking for feeling better, and what do you get? You get the salvation of the world. You never know what bringing your need to the Lord might do. Coming to him personally and begging him, entreating him. And what a great cloud of witnesses we have here that we can also entreat. He really knows us. 
he really knows me. He really knows me, and yet he still loves me. Now, there is a mystery. You might ask my family how great that mystery is. You might talk to my probation officer. Our Father listens to us person to person when we pray. And at our best, we are person to person, not person to group. We are at our best when we are person to person. And even if it is group to group or person to group, it's, it's got to be personal. As, as the young ones say, it's got to be real. So our Father listens to us person to person when we pray, our Father who art in heaven. This Father of ours so loves us that he gave his only Son, his only Son who had been with him from eternity. He gave that only Son for the salvation of the world, for the salvation of a world that didn't love him back. Think about that. You know, we say, um, there's a poster from uh, an, a seal who, um, of, of a, a seal medic laying down his life, and the caption on it was taken from Scripture, greater love has no man than that he lay down his life for his brother. Well, our Lord laid down his life for those who didn't love him, for those that weren't his kin. And his father had given up his son for those that weren't going to love his son, for those that didn't love him. He gave his son for the life of the world. His son gave his life for the life of the world and for its salvation, for a world that did not love him. Wouldn't you want to know such a one personally? This Father of ours so loves us. He sent him because it was the only way to save us. There was no other way. But he sent his son not because of a forensic need, not because of, of uh, uh, a logical, legal need, because the law required it. You know, we often think in those kinds of terms that what was done was because the law required it. The Father did not send the Son because of law. The Father sent the Son because of love. And we do not relate to one another person to person because of law. We don't even care for our families because of law. We care for our families because of love. We did not come here because of law. Because some canon, some dusty canon says you got to go to church on Sunday. And if you don't, uh, you won't get this and you won't get that. We come to church to meet a person we love. We come to church to meet persons we love. How far does this love of the Father go for you? especially you with the grace to be fathers, and I don't just mean those with the grace to be priests, I mean those with the grace to be fathers or leaders or companions to anyone. Meditate on our Father laying his son on the altar of the Holy Cross 
and you will encounter his great love for us. Go there. Go there. Look there. Touch there. Encounter the persons there. Don't read a book about it. Touch it. The Son did not come to condemn you, but to show you the love of the Father in a way that you can know it. Sacrifice is something that all human beings recognize as a holy thing. When one lays down his life or her life for another, it is. I've been reading a lot of books about um, and articles about the recent deaths of uh, firefighters. And when one lays down one's life, I don't care whether you are a flaming secular humanist who has no concept of God. You know that that is a holy moment when that happens. And many, many that I've spoken with have recognized that. The Son reveals the love of the Father to us, and insofar as we are able to see the light, he shows us the Father. He doesn't show us about the Father. He doesn't show us um, a, 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 a five-pound theological dissertation about the Father. And here again, I don't mock that. I read them. I have them on my shelves. Um, he doesn't show us those things. He shows us the Father. This is what we're meant to do. This is how we're meant to know the Lord Jesus personally, by drawing near to him. It's not complicated. Actually, it seems to be easier for the kids. Once again, it comes back to that kindergarten thing. First, we must believe in him. Well, what's it mean to believe? Um, you know, we, we can kind of mess around with that for a long time. Why is it important? We've so devalued so many words in our modern times, and believe is really one of them. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Oh, yeah, I believe that. It's, a, it's almost a throwaway to, th that you're somehow get sort, sort of giving a moderate uh, assent you know, oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Believe is a lot more than that. Uh, forgive me for getting a little scholastic and a little etymological on you all, but um, uh, back in ancient times, um, uh, Old English, uh, this, this word comes from uh, Galefa uh, of the Middle English and uh, beliefen, um, belief and believing, it carried much more a notion of living in accordance with what you, what you say you believe. Now, does that sound scriptural? That's definitely, you know, you say you believe. Okay, what are you going to do with it? Um, when we say, I believe in one God, it better not be, oh yeah, I believe in one God. Father Almighty, oh yeah, oh yeah, I believe that, yeah, yeah. In the same way that, oh yeah, I believe in the Giants more than I believe in the Dodgers. For those of us that 
believe in the Giants more than the Dodgers. <laughs> so uh, it, it, this is more like uh, you say you believe, well then live accordingly. You believe, then do. You love God, love your neighbor, and so forth and so forth. If we don't act upon what we say we've seen, uh, my, my father used to, that was a, a phrase that I remember from my dad, um, you know, uh, do what you say um, uh, rather than, than uh, just say what you say. You know, do it. And um, so you say you don't see it. And, 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 and I would, um, would certainly understand that many come because of the sadness of the world and those things that have hit us out there, the confusions that we have. And you, you may be at a point where you say, you know, I, d I just don't see it. I really don't see it right now. Well, that's an honest place to start. You say you don't see it, well then ask him. You've come to the right place, ask him to show it to you. You've come to the right place to touch him. And if we truly see how greatly God loves each one of us, then the doing will come a lot easier. If we see it, the doing will come a lot easier. If we saw how greatly God loves each of us. So today, even if you hear nothing else from what I've said, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, what, I what is it we hear out of a homily? What is it we remember out of a homily? That would be an interesting psychological test someday. But if you remember nothing else, nothing else at all, from what has been said today, hear this. God loves you so much that he gave his only son for you. God loves you so much that he gave his only son for you. And if you draw near to him in the mystery of this place, you will meet him and you will be changed. For you will begin to see his great love for you. If you see him, you'll believe in him. And that would be to the glory of God the Father.